coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios. This is Old School, brought to you by Sand Hills Global. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task, that's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass, it was tipped, it's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5, he'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome into the second hour of Old School on this beautiful Friday here in Lincoln, Nebraska. Shout out to Jeremy for grilling out outside in the parking lot and feeding us with delicious food this morning. It's fantastic. We've got burgers, hot dogs, jalapeno poppers with shrimp. One singular solitary shrimp in the jalapeno popper. It is delicious. Old School brought to you by Sandhills Global. Sandhills Global has hundreds of jobs and opportunities. Go to sandhills.jobs today to apply. Yeah, Eric says this. He guys just drove by and saw the smoke plumes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, stop by. Mm-hmm. Well, you guys were invited. We invited. So I'm just letting folks know: football players, uh, basketball players, uh, are coming this ha- this afternoon. They're just going to grab food. So get yours while you can get it. Because it will not be here. Yeah, it won't be here for long. <laughs> yeah, get it while you can get it. Because. Uh, Again, athletes, again, is, athletes is hungry. Again, thank the folks from Canopy Street Market for, for the hookup. Um, just, man, y'all came through. He got the good burger meat, so mm-hmm. he's happy with it. We've got buns in the back, um, hot dogs. We've got bacon. We've got – he's got all sorts of buffalo goodies out there as well. So It's a lot of bacon. It's going to be – I am so – okay, can, real talk. Like, I, I have very few vices that I just can't put down. Bacon is one of them. I don't I, blame you. I, I, Good bacon, cooked the right way. I like bacon. What's the right way? What's the right way? I like it every way. Just, I just, I, as long as it's not burnt. Are you a? Are you a? Are you more of a crispy bacon or a, or a slightly chewy bacon guy? Just depends. Depends on your mood. Uh, well, I mean, if it's a bacon that has probably like you know more fat on it, I want it a little bit more crispy. If it's something that's you know more thicker in the, the pork, I want slab o yeah. slab o bacon. Yes, sir. <laughs> slab of bacon yeah i if it's on a burger i want more crisp but if it's just off to the side like if i got eggs and bacon and stuff i want a little i'm a little chewy i'm at the i'm at the place now where so becky will take the whole pack and she'll just cook it all on sunday and then she'll put it in packages right and then anytime during the course right. of the day yeah, you me just go and, in and get some me, yeah. me and two slices and i'm good yeah you just go and you just grab my grandma used to do this thing she had like a walk and she would just get two big old packs of bacon and just throw them in the wok. And then she'd just take a fork and she'd just mix around, just cook it in there. And then we would just have bacon. Look at Mark. <laughs> Look at Mark. Mark turned around. <laughs> what, what, Mark? What, Mark? Mark turned around on that one. He was like, what? No, I'm just really interested in the wok full of bacon. Yeah, like, it was, uh, you, it was you amazing. with that one. It was amazing. Wok's not a small pan. It is so. not. I like <laughs> two, yeah. two packs of bacon. And yeah. she'd just throw them in there, just take a little fork. And it's, look, the bacon grease is splattering everywhere. She's not moving. I'm sitting right there. I get splattered by one. I'm like, ah, I'm dying. Ah. And she's just, she's like four nine. And she's just like, stop. 
Carajo, she's just telling me all that. And I'm like, are you are, are you an are you a bake the bacon guy? Are you guys will you bake it or are you simply fry it? And- I'll do both. Yeah, we'll mess around with baking it every now and then, but to me, it's more hassle than it's worth. So, really? It's yeah, it, it, I always end up with a mess that way. Because you can't have it just sitting in the grease, right? You got to have it elevated a little bit, and then I got to. You can have it sitting in the grease. Well, not if not if you want it crispy like I do. Oh, you can have it crispy and have and have it sitting in the grease. You got to leave it in a little bit longer. Mm, I have my because because Rachel with Rachel likes to bake and she likes it crispy. Trust me, it works. Okay, I'll, I'll Tr- talk to trust Rachel. me, it works. I'll talk to Rachel. Yeah, so talk to is her. so is 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 breakfast at dinner good? Yeah, a whole Brenner action. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Nothing better. Don't on, you now. don't need an excuse, right? No. Okay. Every occasion. Come okay, on. I'm feeling better about this. Oh yeah. <laughs> I want to be clear. There's not a there's not a time during the day breakfast or bacon is not good. Eric says writes thick cut applewood smoked bacon. We got the three pound package of Sam every couple of months. So did you say three pounds? Three pounds. That, that's a walk full. That's walk full. Uh, candy. I want to get a walk just so I can do that. Like I don't want to walk for actual walk things. Candy bacon is the reason you need to bake bacon. Candy bacon is delicious. Yeah, it is. Have you ever tried it, Mark? Yeah, I it. have. I you have to bake your bacon to have candied bacon. Like I know, I understand you got to finish it under the broiler or something, but. I mean, you don't have you don't peppered have bacon. to. But Kip yeah, says you just peppered, bacon. peppered bacon. Peppered bacon. Peppered ah, bacon's pretty good, but it's not. Too much. Yeah. And Sanderson says the crispy fat bacon is. It's all good. <laughs> just bacon is good. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I feel better you're now. Like a conversation that already has a start, middle, and end. Yeah, I was trying to. It's I, all I, good. I, I feel, bacon, be- good. I feel better about yeah. it now. Uh, I, I feel better about it now. Jay, did you watch Oklahoma last night? Yeah, I did. It was. Again, it was over before the game started. It was it was good to, you know, Texas played obviously better than they did, you know, the night before. Um, but it was good to see Oklahoma kind of, you know, stake claim to, uh, you know, a pretty magical season with, you know, some magical players and situations. So, um, you know, they, look, they were head and shoulders, the best team start to finish um, and was playing the best down the stretch. So, you know, they, they definitely earned it, and they're definitely a national champion. So it's uh, it, as much as you're going to celebrate it, – it, well, it's actually a fully a celebration because Oklahoma doing something that a lot of teams in that situation, whether it's umps, bad call situations, kind of, you know, let it, let it slip by so they're able to do that. I think Oklahoma's coaches actually – elevated herself and really kind of put herself up there in the upper echelon. That's number two, so you need to celebrate that. Something that's probably already long overdue. And she's the top paid softball coach in the country. Right, but so. needs to be in the realm of when we're talking about savings and all that mm-hmm. eventually. The book's mm-hmm. not done, but that's a book that you definitely could sell right now back to a lot to of back. people. Right? So back then, and then, time. then you have you know one great player that's going to retire or not retire, but end her career as the all time leading home run hitter. And then you got the young lion. That's kind of been her protege coming right in who has more home runs than her at first this, two years, at this check her first mark. two years. Right. But it's, a, but listen, here's this thing is like, if you, if you saw the story, um, about the one that's going out, it's kind of the same thing. Start out hot, then you got to deal with pressure. Can you deal with it? Then you're actually the lead dog, and everybody's focusing on you. So it's going to be interesting to see what she's passed down 
to her so she doesn't have to go through that lean time and um so i think i mean it's 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 all good it's uh definitely was a you know magical season it was exciting uh softball and uh you know it was it was just a phenomenal game well coached when you have that much talent and, and everybody's all in on winning um and they're very very fundamentally sound they play with good energy um they're all playing for the right reasons i mean that's just it's hard to do in these days and so you have to give respect to Oklahoma as a program, players, coaches, administrators, athletic department, etc. I mean this in a nice way. Both <laughs> of their dads are humongous. Yeah, Aloe and and Jennings' dads. Just yeah. the just. Yeah. I don't know what's in the water in Hawaii, but those dudes are massive. I don't. Uh, yeah, naturally strong. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of that. Um, I wanted to ask you guys' opinion because Tony Larusa did a Tony Larusa. Tony Larusa did a thing. He did we a need Tony a sounder LaRusa. that's just like Tony Larusa did a thing or something. He, he I don't did, know. He did it. He's doing Tony Larusa things. So he intentionally walked a hitter <laughs> with two strikes on him, right. and it went horribly wrong. Oh, buddy! It went horribly wrong because Max Muncy then hit a three-run bomb. <laughs> oh, Tony! <laughs> What's the what is the plan there? I think he just does stuff. I think these managers these days <laughs> just do stuff just to see. If it'll work, I wonder what'll happen. For, it's like they, they're like they're bored. They've seen so many games and kind of played it close to the vest. They're kind of like what you're supposed to do. Hey, let me try to do this real quick. Let's see if this works. So then I, so then conversely, you'd be like, oh, this is a, you know, new way of thinking. Mm-hmm. And then it never seems to work out. I, never, like, and especially I, for Tony Larusa. <laughs> yeah, so I love the from the article. I love it. it says a reasonable person might ask, "What the heck was Larusa thinking?" Right. Here's our best attempt at explaining the thought process. It bolts down to Larusa one greatly overestimating Turner's chances of getting a hit and scoring another run. We can say for sure Larusa wasn't concerned about Turner drawing a walk since it, he issued one. And number two, greatly underestimating Max's Muncy's chances of extending the inning because again. Three one bomb. I <laughs> Rico, how old is Tony Lewis? What's he? Seventy. Let's find out. Please Google that. Probably like one hundred and twelve. Like it, at some point, you just go, coach. Enough. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. Tony Why? Russo is seventy seven. Why? I, I <laughs> Born they, October fourth, nineteen forty four. I think they need to try to do stuff just to kind of uh, uh, make them feel young. I, 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 like when they when he's picking up the phone, if it did work out, you know he's calling some other one of his buddies. Like, yeah, you see what I did last night? That was pretty funny, huh? Tony Larissa looks older Doesn't than Joe. Does it seem Joe that Tory. way? Yeah, it's like they tried. It's like somebody played PlayStation and did it, and then they <laughs> try this. to do it. Watch this. Larissa looks older than Joe Torre, but Joe Torre's eighty-one. As a cloud leader at Deloitte, I get to work every day with innovators who don't just wonder what's possible; they engineer it with cloud. If you're one of those people, you'll like Deloitte's OnCloud podcast, where my co-host Mike Cavis and I talk with business leaders and explore how to use cloud to impact business models, revenue streams, workplace cultures, AI adoption, and more. Join me, David Lenticum, by subscribing to OnCloud, where you get your podcasts. Wow. Wow. Okay. Oh, by the way, so... You familiar with Hustle? Yeah. I haven't watched any of it, but I've heard of it, yeah. Okay, so Adam Sandler, so it's 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 LeBron's movie. And Adam's him and Adam Sandler, yeah. But Adam Sandler plays a scout slash coach. Oh yeah. 
who has to uh, find, you know, of course, he doesn't like his owner. The owner's, well, he likes the owner, uh, but he's a scout trying to be an assistant coach, but he has to find the guy to, to get over the hump. And he, it's the usual story going overseas and looking at players and finding out what's wrong with them and what's right with them, and you go through the up and down. But then the players that they use. So this thing is loaded. Wancho. So, yeah, it, this show's loaded. It's movies loaded. Queen Latifah plays his wife. And at some point she gets out there and she's balling a little bit. Of course, she she balled in high school in New York. Um, but easily Adam Sandler's best movie. Period. Anthony Edwards. Just, they're just so the good. In it is just funny. Well, I've, seen so that, I've seen that one clip. Well, Trey. That's funny. <laughs> so Trey Young's in it. Is he? Trey Young's in it. The, the professor's in it, which is how Ooh. I. Yeah, Fest gets in and gives yeah. a little drill work. Of course, yeah. Professor killing people. Uh, he's one of my favorite people. Uh, I signed him uh, for the Utah CBA team, and because he came in and worked out, because we wanted to see whether a street ball player, air quotes, could handle playing traditional basketball. And Olden Polony said, uh, "Yeah, we need that dude." And then he got like a triple offer from <laughs> yeah. from somewhere else and didn't do it. But yeah, if you get a chance this weekend, drop in a hustle. And it, Anthony Edwards is a special dude. They they had the quote of that when he worked out for Golden State. Steve Kerr is like, "That's the fastest. You, that's the hardest you can work. Like so good. You can't try any harder." And there's, he was like, oh, "No, nah, I don't have to." There's so many moments like that. Like they yeah. did. You could tell the work was done. Yeah. The behind-the-scenes stuff was done because they interject a whole lot of behind-the-scenes stuff in it. Uh, Mark Jackson's in it. Uh, Kenny 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 Smith. Smith. Yeah. Kenny Smith plays a major role. Like, he's mm. a big-time player in it. Yeah. Uh, Kerr's in it. Like, it's a, bunch, it's a bunch of folks. And then just a ton of players uh, in it. And it's just, it's really, it's just really good. I, I, I was actually – not expecting it to be that good of a movie. Right. I thought I just won it because it was basketball. Right. Boban is in it. Boban's in that's it. All, that's all that yeah. matters. I'm, oh, I'm drawn they, in. Boban's in it. No, no, no. They, they got a good cast of characters. Aaron Gordon. Uh-huh. Yeah. Jaleel White. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, he plays a, a scout. He's a scout for the Sixers. So <laughs> Adam Sandler works for the Sixers. And they've got some Boston dudes in it. They've got, uh, like, the, the Celtics. Uh, they've got combine work in it. Right. They've got a ton of cameos. The cameos are off the charts. Like everybody pops up in this thing. So, yeah. I'm looking through the cast yeah, it's list a, right now. You know, I I just finished the Lakers deal. That was so good. This is better. Paul, but why did they, why did why did McKinney like I tell Paul Westfall I picked you because I never I know I don't really think you that good and so I could just kind of pimp you and. Be, <laughs> but that's what like, happened. But that's but that but you're gonna tell your your boy that though because that's who he was. And McKinney doesn't get. I mean, Pat Riley obviously took it to the next level, and you can kind of see like Pat, West had like Riley, Riley took advantage of it, right? Well, no, Riley essentially like pushed Westfall to kind of grow a pair, and then Riley was doing a lot of the coaching because even like when they beat the Sixers, right? He went in the Magic, you know. He's like, hey, oh. dude, you know, you, you tired, oh. but you know they voted for Larry Bird sixty three to three. Well, he Magic did, was like, what? He did exactly what McKinney was doing. Yeah, but he didn't have a personal <laughs> relationship as as McKinney. Well, because Pat Riley was the the color analyst. He was on the broadcast team. Yeah, he's a former player. Got on, the, and then he he knew basketball. But his <clears throat> then Westfall obviously let left the next year. But 
You know, if I'm Westfall, man, you know, I know he had kidney stones, but you ain't got to have me in there peeing my pants like that, dog. They under pressure. They murdered everybody. <laughs> that's been that. I time. mean, uh, like, yeah, I mean, uh, but then yeah. now you have to go see the one. Now you have to go and see Magics. Then Spencer Haywood, man. They I did. Mean, you, you, Spencer. Really, you, you really trying to shoot? You really trying to kill the team? You really you put a hit out on the, on a the team? Then on the whole team. On the whole team. <laughs> Except Kareem. Until Kareem does, showed up at the crib. He does his limitations. No, Kareem showed up at the crib, and then it was back on again. Yeah, it like, yeah it, it, look, I don't know. You have to go see the – you have to go see – I believe it's Apple TV. Yeah. yeah where Magic's magic, – so where it's him and Jeannie Buss and mm. Phil and it, it's everybody. Um, yeah. Michael Cooper, yeah, but- Kareem. Where Michael Cooper introduces himself in this thing, gave all his aliases. Dark Gable. Midnight. Like he was- <laughs> hey, all of it. All of it. Call me Midnight. Yeah. Dog, they were, they was in the locker room talking about it, Midnight. That's so dumb. You, hey, they like, on, man. Hey, Midnight. Midnight, you know you can make this free throw to win the, the championship. Get up, Midnight. The storytelling. Midnight. Midnight. Like they, so the, the HBO, the I know that's eight deep. dark o'clock, brother darkness. You make you imagine, brother darkness. You imagine when you were in the locker room yelling, yelling down the the lockers. Hey, Midnight. It was. I mean, <laughs> so the the whole is that when, when Ron Spencer Boone, Hayward, is that Jerron Boone's dad? That's right. That's Booner. Oh damn! They play and oh, they did I mean, Booner dirty, bad, dirty. Man. Yeah, he. They. I was. I was gonna text you, and I was like, "Oh man, if that was my dad, that I mean, you a full fledged a hole." Like we are fighting. Like you, you talking like, about my I dad? Like, like, <laughs> I was like, "Dad, you was that? You was like that in the locker room?" You, I was, dad, because Booner. They should have cut you in training camp. Remember, they were talking about cutting. Cooper. Like they you, knew. You like, dude that need to go. Well, but this is how bad decisions affect, right? That they could have done the easy thing, which was get rid of the young new dudes and keep the veterans, but they may, they traded the Iron Man. Like you traded the dude who had played eight hundred and ninety four consecutive games, right? And then, as he said, you you sent me to Utah, bro. Like you got me, you got me out here. To who, did they, who did they trade? They traded Ron Boone. So Boone after this season? No, during the season. Well, he was on the championship game when they beat the Sixers. Right, he was there. Then the following year, they got rid of. Yeah, him. so yeah, that, that, I hadn't got to that part. Yeah, I mean, they, they haven't even. That's not on. And then the that's scene, not on that on the HBO. Yeah, they only did. Oh, that, oh that. they go through it. You missed it then, because they do talk about it in there about when they got rid of they when they traded Ron Boone when they made the decision to make the trades to bring in, and then when Spencer Haywood came in. They had the scene, the shower scene with Spencer Hayward, right, yeah. the bathroom scene. Well, then Ron Boone must have came back because he was on the championship game against the, the – He has season. the ring because he played a part of the season. If you play, well, like, yeah, half I, I, of the I season, understand that, yeah. but he was – when Magic started at center, Ron Boone was was out – well, court, at least I just watched it, was out so there. He was traded – to the Jazz in '81, so it was the it, following. It was year. the following year. Following because year. he needed to, he needed to go. And then prior. if you, and then if you, if you, if for a third round pick, um, <laughs> they only had two rounds. <laughs> like they, like if you Google future, Ron Boone, future, future, future pick, <laughs> right? If you, if you, if you Google Ron Boone traded, it'll bring up. Uh, no, October twenty fifth, nineteen seventy nine. Boone, Boone was traded by the Lakers to the Utah Jazz for a 1981 third-round pick. So they traded him for a pick three years later. I wonder who that pick was. I'm going to look it up. 
But then he must have. They must have brought him back then. Uh uh-uh. uh No, no. And so why did they have him in the movie the whole season? They they remember they because they entered they cut eras they they bounce back and forth from yeah but eras. he was in that he was on that 76 or so this is what team. it says uh, you know, so he was traded twice in 1978 he was traded twice so he was traded by the kansas city kings with a 1979 second round pick uh which ended up being mark young to the denver nuggets for mike evans and darnell hillman then later that day he was traded to by denver with a second round pick later ollie mack uh, for and the 1979 second round pick to the Lakers for Charlie Scott. Yeah, so the Lakers traded for him. So they traded him away and then traded, traded back. back for so him. that's then, why. So that's why he was on so, the championship yeah, team. Yeah, so he was on the team and because remember when he showed up to training camp, he was the only one without a guaranteed contract. Right, and he didn't make he didn't make it the whole season because the season started September, October 25th. He was traded by the Lakers to the Jazz. Uh, Zam Frederick. Yep, I just looked it up. They Zam had two picks Frederick. in the third round. Zam Frederick out of South Carolina and Ron Cornelius out of the University of Pacific. Not to be confused with Don Cornelius. No, no. Ron. <laughs> That's his brother. <laughs> That's his brother. <laughs> That's his brother. So, so we'll, Google the starting lineup, Lakers against Sixers. Was it 1979? Yeah, game that six. was a game with – no, six. that was 80. It had officially oh, – 80. Okay, 80. 1980. So the starting lineup – for a Sixers, it was Kareem Magic. No, Worthy. Kareem I mean, was out. Magic, Worthy, Ma- Worthy, Cooper. Worthy wasn't there yet. I mean, uh, Wilkes, Jamal Wilkes. Yeah. Uh, Norm Nixon. Norm Nixon. And I want to say Jim Jones. That's it. That's what, that's the deal. Jim Jones. So, and it says that Ron Boone played 1,041 consecutive games, never missed a game in his entire professional career. We'll review more of it. We'll go. We'll get into it. We'll come back. Old school, 93.7 ticket. You're listening to Old School with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.